0: Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hey. Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to talk about all the hottest news of the week. You can listen on Spotify, tune in on iTunes if you're streaming us some way through your mom's microwave. We're coming in here over your great-grandma's hearing aid. Thank you for tuning in and listening to us once again. We've got all kinds of news this week. We've got pregnancies, babies being born, reunions, reconciliations, couples healing, couples staying apart. Former couples quarantining together, cougars on the prowl, college cheating scandal updates, bachelor updates, coronavirus updates, Tiger King updates, Demi Lovato, wild updates, and so much more. But before we kick off all that news, let's kick it off with our celebrity intentions. That's right, where we set intentions for celebrities, things we want them to start doing, stop doing, baby girl, Sarah Huron, who are you, we've got an intention for this week.
1: Well, I don't know if you saw the life changing news that Chris Souls and Victoria F. from this season of The Bachelor are together right now in Iowa.
0: Yes, but we I am definitely did. Shooketh.
1: Yeah. And a source told us that, not surprisingly, this all started over the DM, but unclear how and when Victoria got to Iowa, how long she's staying, if they're like planting corn together, or what's going on. But if they're going to do this, I need to know everything. So if they are going to do this, which is just insane to me, I need all the details. I need Victoria to go live. I need them to be fully transparent. It's out there now. And they need to tell me absolutely everything because they owe me that.
0: Sarah, I recall you weren't the biggest Victoria F. fan when her season was airing. Homegirl
1: has like seven personalities. She didn't know what she wanted in her life, let alone with Peter. And now she's with the uh, alleged... I don't know what to call it. Careful. Don't do it,
0: Sarah. Don't do it. I don't do it. Don't do it. It, uh, He had a lengthy trial, as people know. Yes. Yes.
1: Legal, legal, troubled farmer man, Chris Souls. Like, what is going on?
0: It's a shocker. That's for sure.
1: Spill the tea, Victoria.
0: Travis, who's your intention for? Um, Mine is
2: for my favorite celebrity, Drew Barrymore. She uh, yes. went on Instagram today and she was talking about bursting into hysterical tears while homeschooling and trying to take care of her kids and then shouted out teachers who also have children and can't imagine how hard it is. And I definitely think that sounds like the hardest quarantine in life ever. And so my intention is that Drew Barrymore just receives a little bit of peace and reprieve and maybe an au pair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope we also receive her talk show soon. Yeah, I mean, it's
2: like... All done, I'm hearing, so it should be premiering in September. They have a few episodes.
0: I love that. Gwen, who's your intention for?
3: My intention is for Amy Schumer, and I would like for her to figure out a way to quench her vapid thirst (laughs) that doesn't involve embarrassing her child, who is too young to defend himself. We know the story. When the baby was born, she announced that his name was Gene tell Fisher, the <laughs> last name of her husband, Chris Fisher. And, you know, we all knew it right away when we heard that, that that was genital Fisher.
1: I remember, like, it was yesterday, her posting that. And we were like, do we post this? Is it a joke? Is she trolling us? Like, we were, I was so confused.
3: Yeah, yeah, totally. So now, because of the thirst, because, you know, now she has to be back in the spotlight. So she has come forward to say that the name is not going to be genital. It's going to be Gene David Fisher, which is a nice, normal name. But the poor kid who, like, everybody had stopped talking about him being called genital, Fisher, (laughs) and, you know, now he's, like, back in the news. Okay.
0: Truly an inspired choice. But, uh, I mean, as Sarah noted, I think we all thought that was a joke, calling your baby genital. and I'm I'm glad it was. (laughs) I'm kind of disappointed it wasn't. (laughs) Um, my intention is for kim kardashian the one miss kim kardashian i would love for her to please get control of kanye as he now is on the cover of gq running his mouth talking about oh how he's definitely voting we know who he's voting for and he's not going to be told by the people around him and the people that have their agenda that his career is going to be over because guess what? I'm still here. And that sort of cocky crowing is very Kanye, but I'm so tired of it, particularly when he's talking about his problematic political choices and talking about how the economy is benefiting him. Um, so I'm hopeful that Ms. Kim Kardashian can take a break from uh, being a, a mom and all of her important prison reform work. And please uh reform Kanye in some way. And, and did you see
1: that video though? She is so busy with North. It just all up in her, her makeup tutorials and her social <laughs> so distancing cute. PSA. North is like, Mom, no, you need I want all the attention. Like,
3: I love North so much. And they posted an adorable story yesterday from the, the Yeezy show where they were wearing identical braids, Kim and North. And if you want to mm-hmm. see all the pictures, there's a whole series of them. Do go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. Breaking news just went up today. Now, if <laughs> wow. Kim if Kim can't get Kanye in line, I bet Miss Chris Jenner can. So yes. maybe you need to set your intention for Chris.
0: For yeah, adjust my intention for Chris Jenner. Thank you for the wise advisement. Gwen. A stylish
1: plug six minutes in. That's got to be a new record. We uh,
0: we weren't even through the (laughs) intentions portion of the podcast. Really, really brilliant. Uh, Let's move through some news. Of course, Us Weekly broke the news exclusively today on the 90 Day Fiance couple Lauren and Alexi welcoming their baby boy. Travis, were you shocked at the news that um, Paul Nassif, who's 57, is now uh, going to have another baby with his wife, Brittany? Yes, I was. As, you know, many people
2: uh, who I'm doing this podcast with know, Botched is my favorite show on television. (laughs) (laughs) And so I follow Dr. Nassif very closely. The premiere was this week and they had Britannia from Rock of Love on. It's nice to see. Yeah, she's great. And she looks like a different person in all the wrong and right ways. Um, But yeah, I mean, 57 is a little sort of.
1: Get Britney on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills ASAP. (laughs)
0: What a slam that would be for poor Adrian Malouf. I'm already worried about how Adrian Malouf is reacting to this news. I mean, I I said. Who is is Adrian Malouf in this world? Thank you, Yolanda Foster reference. Well, I I said this is his first child with Britney, but he has multiple kids with Mm -hmm. um, his ex-wife, Adrian Malouf. And his youngest kids right now are his twins with Adrian, who just turned 14 this week. That's really wild. Oh, my God.
2: I know. Three kids already, 14-year age gap. I mean, good Jeez, for them, I
0: that's guess. That's a lot. Yeah. And uh, another baby news, we saw that Sarah and Russell Wilson revealed that their unborn child will be a boy.
3: All uh, right, guys. Their gender reveal was real cute.
0: I didn't watch it because I don't, I'm not really here for gender reveals, but <laughs> oh. everyone has their own story.
3: Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. It was really cute because they involved their little children. And obviously, you know, at a time of social distancing, it was just their family in what looked like their massive backyard. Yeah. But they, you know, it was just really cute because the kids were really involved in it. And I don't know, like maybe I'm a little extra emotional because I haven't had another human near me in uh, about a month. Uh, Maybe a little bit more, but I mean, I got like teary eyed. I felt like, you know, I was part of it.
1: You know what I think it is, Gwen, in addition to all of us being a little on edge these days is it was very sweet to see Future, who's Sierra's oldest son with Future in their family. And it's like just Russell Wilson always acting, you know, like he was his son and treating him like one of his own. I feel like that they're a very sweet family. And you really saw that in that little video.
0: Yes. That is really touching. I think a nice warming moment for a lot of people who are feeling quite cold and untouched during quarantine. Um, some Demi Lovato scoop. There's so much to talk about, Demi. I don't oh. even know where to start. But I will start with her man, Max Erlich. Erich? Erich. Well, maybe, Erich? He can tell us. maybe he can tell us how to pronounce it. So a source told us they met on Raya. A source told us they're moving so fast. A source told us that quarantine has been really great for Demi and, and her and Max have gotten so close. She's doing a great job at staying sober, healthy, and taking care of herself. Max is a really nice guy, and they are happy together. Now, one other detail we have from another source is Max plans to propose to Demi after this whole pandemic is resolved, and their families think they would make a great couple and wouldn't be surprised. Well, way to almost take a book out of the Pete and Ariana playbook, but holy wow. (laughs) I hope they at least keep one foot on the brakes.
2: I love a celebrity rush engagement, Brody. I really do. (laughs) I think it's like classic Hollywood that they just go from dating to engaged. It makes our jobs fun. You know, I'm here for it. I hope it works out at least for a year or two.
0: You know what I was not here for, Travis? Uh, (laughs) Demi Lovato talking about the collapse of her friendships with Selena Gomez and the Jonas Brothers. I have
1: never needed to know something more than what happened with Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers. Like, it... I know that they had, like, the same management team and there were some issues there because now she's with Scooter Braun and she obviously has come out and said she, like, didn't approve of how they treated her. But I just don't believe that the Jonas Brothers would be with, like, a horrible manager. They had a riff
2: before that, though, that they've never talked about, like, after Camp Rock 2.
1: No, but she was always very close to one of them. And obviously, like, I just, I don't know. Like, it's very confusing. And her and Selena are always on and off. And I just find it insane that Miley Cyrus is the one who's on the best terms with all of these people. If you would have told 15-year-old me that, that Miley would have been the one who could pop on Instagram Live with Selena and Demi and jokingly tweet with, like, Priyanka about old pictures of her and Nick Jonas, I would have thought you were insane.
0: That is truly (laughs) wild. It's true. And, And I feel so badly. I know there are so many young fans that are invested in Selena's relationships and also the Selena and Demi Lovato friendship. But when Demi's like, when you grow up with somebody, you're always going to have love for them, but I'm not friends with her. And she almost said something about Selena's supportive Instagram post for her, but then she stopped herself and she was like, I'll always have love for her and wish her nothing but the best. I just, I was shocked. I feel badly for Selena on this because I don't know what she did that was so egregious for Demi, but...
1: She was friends with Taylor Swift.
0: I I guess that that would be the... It's
1: all one big loop and there's things we don't know, but it all comes back to like, Taylor, Selena becoming friends with Taylor Swift when they were, like, 14 and that Ask Taylor video that you know I love and reference on a daily basis. I know,
0: and that's <laughs> the that's slap in the face for Demi Lovato. But, Sarah, I know you also took note of a Cheetah Girls reunion moment. What was that? Because explain it for people who are not as fluent in Cheetah Girls.
1: Literally, first of all, what year is it? Like, 2020, <laughs> everyone is acting insane. True. So I don't know if it was just Disney Plus coming and – um Aqua what's her name in real life
2: Aqua oh Aquanetta um, no God, Kaylee I Williams Keely? Keely? Well, I,
1: she's Aqua to me Aqua yeah. of Cheetah Girls fame went on Instagram live and was talking all about her girl group drama with 3LW which Adrian Balone was also in with her and she Obviously. was talking about how Adrian was a bad friend and all this stuff so then um, Raven Simone popped in a couple days later on her own live and was like Aqua you need to calm down and stop coming for Adrian." <laughs> And then Keely Williams took an opportunity to, one, ask Raven why she didn't do Cheetah Girls 3 a decade later. Um, and Raven <laughs> explained that, you know, it wasn't right for her and her management at the time. And she never meant to hurt her <laughs> feelings. And she's, you know, has all love for everyone in the group. And then she went off about Adrian not coming to her grandfather's funeral and just being a bad friend. And Raven was like, girl, you need to move on. Like, you need to accept. It because she had something going on in her life. You need to get in contact with Adrian. And Keely was just not having it. But it was so bizarre. And of course, inspired me to watch both *Cheetah Girls 1 and 2 this past weekend. <laughs> and let me just tell you, they hold up.
2: They're great. I mean, Dance Me If You Can, that epic dance battle, maybe the best one in cinematic history.
1: I mean, when they are singing Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters a cappella to a dog to get it out of the um, hole it was stuck in on the street, yep. it really can just yep. bring, bring tears to your eyes at a time like this okay i'll have to
0: take your word for that um clearly you're feeling uh, extra emotional during quarantine travis can you give us a cleanser a little bit of a palate cleanser what happened on this day in pop culture history oh
2: brody well i have one very cleansing and one not so cleansing um let's start with the not cleansing so we can detox after Mm. today was the day in 2013 that cameron douglas first went to jail. I completely (laughs) forgot about that until I was researching this. Um, He went to jail for having some meth and heroin and smuggling drugs. Then he was caught smuggling drugs into prison and put in solitary confinement for the rest of his time there. Michael Douglas talked about him at the Golden Globes backstage a little bit. And he was released seven years, almost seven years later in 2016, and, wow. But the detox from this is that today was the day, also in 2013, that Gwyneth Peltrow started her elimination diet with her, <laughs> Chris Martin, and all of her children that caused <laughs> no. the first round of goop hate. Wow. And just to remind everyone what her elimination diet was, she uh, excluded cut out coffee, alcohol, dairy, eggs, sugar, corn, shellfish, fish, wheat, meat, and soy. From what? her, her children, and Chris Martin's diet, she her one vice was one single American Spirit cigarette on Saturday nights. <laughs> and she was really like hounded by all these parents saying like you're not giving any carbs to your children and not any of these things. Um, but she told Doctor Oz that she started it because her son had eczema, a gluten allergy, um, but she did feed them Oreos, which are vegan.
0: It's important for me to hear this because, as you know, I'm a Gwyneth Paltrow apologist, and I need to be reminded of why people hate Gwyneth Paltrow. So thank you for that refreshing dose of public culture history. Did
1: you see Apple's um, note to her mother during quarantine?
2: No, I didn't.
3: (laughs) I sure did, Sarah, because there's a post on Stylish Today. Apple (laughs) said that she wished her mother would make more vagina candles.
1: She wrote to-do list for her mom and it said vagina candles and eggs. Wow! Like vagina eggs.
3: If you guys want to read the whole story, go to <laughs> usmagazine.com stylish.
0: I love when life is so simple and streamlined and you only have two things on your to-do list like that. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We are in challenging times right now and it's harder than ever to connect with the right therapist. Fortunately, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping trauma, and family conflicts. They work with 3,000 US licensed therapists across all 50 states to connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment and you can start communicating in under 24 hours, which is great. Anything you share is confidential, and it's so convenient as you can get help at your own pace. Schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with a licensed therapist, and anything you share is confidential. BetterHelp is available on desktop, mobile web, Android, and iOS apps. If you're not happy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time, at no additional charge. BetterHelp is way more affordable than a traditional face-to-face therapist, but just as effective, and financial aid is available if you qualify. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash hothollywood. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash hothollywood. Guys, we have to talk about my favorite cougar. This cougar is not endangered, but this cougar is thriving and alive. Kate Beckinsale is on the loose. And now she's locked one down. She is dating Goody Grace, who's a singer-songwriter. Who is this
3: man? Hello, Mm. Goody
0: Grace, Sarah. Everyone knows Goody Grace. He's 23 years younger than Kate Beckinsale. She likes
3: him young.
2: He wrote a really famous song. I'm looking it up. Go on. I don't believe
0: you. He's also um, friends with Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-hmm. And that way he's linked to Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, as you, as we know, Kate had previously dated. Pete Davidson's twenty-six. Kate is forty-six. Goody is twenty-three. Kate also previously dated Matt Reif. Um, who's oh, so cute. He, he's twenty-four or he was twenty-four he as was of last then. year. He was twenty three at the time. Yeah, he was more than twenty years younger than her. Well and Brody. Yeah.
3: Age is just a number.
0: That's, that is that is very apt and beautiful, Gwen. But Kate's and t- yes. when
3: you have Kate Beckinsale's body,
0: yes, mm-hmm. who
3: gives a hoot about right. a number? But she's yeah. hotter than all of them. I
1: know they're younger, but these are like not good-looking young dudes, in my opinion.
0: Oh, what? I think Goody I Grace. Think, he looks I think, like he's a
1: TikToker.
0: No, I think Pete Davidson's cute. I, I, yeah, I do. Uh, but I think age is but just a number, but Kate's daughter is 21. So I feel like some of these guys orbit <laughs> dangerously close to the age of her daughter. But a source told us that Kate's daughter isn't bothered by the fact that Kate likes younger guys. She's just used to it at this point and that they have a very close relationship.
2: Well, Kate Beckinsale is also so much hotter than she was at 20 years old. When you look at her from 20 to 25, she is a smoke show now compared to it. So I'm glad she's going back and getting those guys that she never could get.
0: Oh, please. 2025, she was not like a potato, like a homely potato. She was. Well, but she wasn't this Glamazon Barbie we see nowadays. When you Google
1: Goody Grace, the song that comes up is Scumbag. Never heard of it.
0: such (laughs) a bop. Such a bop.
1: Don't act like you know what that is. That's
0: the song Uh, with Christine Gun (sighs) Kelly. Hayden, do you guys watch the extra episode of Tiger King? I sure did. Not
3: yet. Oh, my God. Travis, Thoughts?
0: Um, I just love that the
2: director, what's his name?
0: Oh, who, who cares about names? Okay. Hold me back the by The director details.
2: with the hat. I just love how
0: he was like, Oh, so Rick, Rick.
2: Rick. Yeah. He, I, his was my most favorite one to watch because he was so level-headed, so calm, apologizing for, you know, getting into this sort of sex slavery cult animal abuse place and blowing it out of proportion. It was just nice to see, you know, an adult at the table.
0: I thought it was kind of lackluster, and I thought Joel McHale was sort of an odd host for it. What I thought they were really missing, if you people haven't watched yet, um, is talking about Joe and someone who could talk about Joe's experience and their experience with Joe in a a bit of a positive way. Um, So I talked to Dylan Passage, who's Joe's current husband, who is 24, and first let's hear what he told me about the age difference between the two of them. Did the age difference concern either of you or no?
4: Not, not in like the slightest bit. I mean, I like older guys, maybe have daddy issues, who knows, but <laughs> no Joe Joe was just he was super down to earth, and he doesn't act like you know if it, he was 55 at the time, he didn't act like a 55 year- old. he was had the energy of a 25 year old, and you know that was he, he, he was fun to be around, and that's really all that mattered to me. A lot of people were like trying to say, "Oh, you're after Joe for his money, like this and this and that." Joe had no f- money. <laughs> he was broke. All the money that came into the zoo went right back into the zoo, you know. And people just, you know, they want to see what they see because of the age difference. And really, it was no problem with the age difference, in my opinion. You know, Joe obviously is going to like a good-looking younger dude, but I didn't fall for Joe for his appearance. I fell for Joe for how he treated me and. You know, he didn't treat me any lesser than him. And, you know, behind the camera, Joe is a super sweet, romantic, sensitive dude. And in front of the camera, he wants to put on this persona of like, oh, rah, rah, rah. you know, like gun-toed and redneck. And, you know, he definitely accomplished that. But he's a big old baby behind camera.
1: So, what you're telling me is Kate Beckinsale and Joe Exotic are the same person.
0: (laughs) Basically. And I'm sure that Goody is not into Kate for her appearance either. I'm sure it's just because she's really nice to him.
3: But wait, guys, have you heard this internet like conspiracy theory rumor that Jeff Lowe was actually Carol Baskin's very first husband?
0: Yeah, like that. It's insane. That is so, I saw that picture. It's so bananas. I love that.
3: I mean, mind blown. Do you think there's any possibility this could be fact?
2: No, (laughs) absolutely not.
3: And maybe he had an alias and that's why the producers of Tiger King didn't know. That fell through the cracks when they were researching. You don't think there's any iota of possibility. (laughs)
0: No, but we should definitely reach out to Jeff Lowe and get a quote about if he is, because that would make for a great post that would not go on usmagazine.com slash stylish. That's right.
3: (laughs) However, let us not forget that the post about John Finley's new teeth broke the internet. And it was on usmagazine.com slash
0: stylish. Oh my gosh. Well, we are, can we listen to a clip? We actually have a clip about John talking about his tattoos. I'm not sure if you mentioned that in the post on usmagazine.com slash stylish. We sure
3: did. Let's play the the clip so I don't (laughs) give it away for our listeners.
0: You had the privately owned by Joe Exotic tattoo covered up, but you have other tattoos dedicated to Joe. Do you plan to cover those up as well? Yes, I do. Uh, Me and my tattoo artist right now are in discussion of what to do, but nothing is actually set in stone of how it's going to be done. How many of those do you have to cover up? Too many. (laughs) What? Over five? Under five? (laughs) Under five. Okay. That's good. You're a dedicated man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love your shock that you're like, oh, my God, it is under five. That's great Uh, news.
0: uh, No. I was like, it's going to be about seven. But uh, he was playing vague. You know what he was not vague about? He said that if Joe gets out, um, he will never talk to him again. Last time we talked Mm -hmm. to him was in 2018. He has no plans to have any communication with him. But it is interesting because people are talking about, um, will he get out early for good behavior? And it came up in the news. I don't know if you guys saw that Trump was asked if he'd pardon him. Can you see him? that? Can you, can you play that clip that we have, Sean? You saw the news that Trump said he would consider pardoning yeah, He
4: said he would look at it. He kind of blew it off as a joke in my opinion, which is a little unfair because to me, it's like very personal. It's a whole situation. He was like, oh, what do you think? Oh, you can't answer that. Oh, what do you think? Oh, you can't answer that. And he's like, I'll take a look at it. Switches conversation, you know? So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You can, fingers crossed that, you know, he does look at it and he t- takes the time to really dig into it, maybe watch the show because he said he hadn't. But yeah, it's up in the air, really. Is Joe even aware that it's on the president's radar? Not that I know of. I haven't been, I haven't spoken to him since. It was, you know, put out there. Um, but I'm sure he's ecstatic. The freaking president said joe exotic
0: like <laughs> i love that dylan passage he was really i really just sweet. feel
2: bad that he's gonna age out of joe's husband in like a year
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he'll be he will be uh, too old for joe i think technically but it sounds like they're able to stay connected and he, and dylan told us that he's actually looking forward to conjugal visits with joe oh. soon in his new prison that's right sexy that's time i cannot
1: i just cannot believe you actually spoke to these people
0: yeah, I, I I was thrilled, and I was trying for a Carol Baskin interview, but unfortunately, no luck yet. You know, we do have luck, and you know who does not have luck? That poor Laughlin Gianulli family, because uh. wow, some embarrassment last week. Travis, what happened? All of a sudden, these pictures <laughs> of what hit the net? Well, the pictures of Olivia on a rowing machine <laughs> with her amazing <laughs>
2: no. sports sports I... things that she does. Scream. You, I bl- heard your scream from here all the way t- from Jersey to Harlem. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just so sad. They were, they, she was so far past it. She was moving on. A source told us that you know she was excited to start filming content again and all of that. And then these photos came out. And right the week before, of course, uh, Lori's defense attorney filed all of those motions, which really seemed like the first light at the end of the tunnel for her, like she could get away with this. Um, but this just doesn't look good. I mean, they look so staged and Olivia does not look like she has any varsity prowess.
0: And Travis, what did we hear about, um, Mama Bear, Aunt Becky? What was she feeling once these pictures came out? She must not have been quite pleased either. Well, she was not pleased at all, um, but a source
2: <laughs> told she was not happy, but a source told us that Lori wouldn't be bullied or intimidated by the federal government, and she believes the jury will recognize it as well. Um, Lori's, uh, we also heard that Lori's, Lori's lawyers, that's sort of hard to say a few times, will be responding to the photos of the girls on the rowing machine in a legal filing. Olivia Jade Ooh. was hysterical the photos have been released, because she has slowly begun trying to rebuild her brand, um, and with the exception of these photos would be presented as evidence in the Trial And in that context, Olivia Jade would have a coordinated, appropriate response. So it seems yeah, like Lori's it, legal team is saying they're going to try to get these not to be in evidence.
0: Right. Our source said that they were meant to intimidate Lori because she refused to take a plea deal. And Lori yeah. was obviously... Outraged and very angry that these pictures were released. Sarah, Listen. how were you affected? I'm sure you were crushed.
1: Oh, I mean, well, I was finally getting Olivia and Bella on TikTok and Instagram. And I assume they're going to, you know, take a step back, which is horrifying. <laughs> However, I don't know a lot about the legal system. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. And <laughs> I know when you're on a jury and if evidence, you know, is not supposed to be included, you're supposed to erase it from your mind. You're only supposed to focus on, you know, the official stuff. But how... The hell is any jury not going to be thinking about the fake resume and seeing these pictures and give these like there's just no chance like this. I feel like people are never going to be able to get past this. And they're going to no matter what really happened, like these pictures, I feel like sway everything.
0: I mean, didn't you appreciate how discreet the pictures were and that (laughs) they just blurred the girls faces, but you could see everything else. It really was not the look on those rowing machines. the
1: The Bella picture. In the email, Rick Singer allegedly wrote to Lori Laughlin. He said we would like a picture of her in athletic gear, preferably like doing this or something. It was very like explicit. Like, we want these.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it was bad. And hey, it guys, didn't even look good. No, <laughs> no it didn't. It there, did not, And the four, lighting was all wrong in those rooms, too. I'm like, these girls are too savvy for this. I yeah. mean, again,
1: I, I don't know much about the legal system or rowing, but I don't know if that was great
2: form. And maybe send it a boomerang.
0: (laughs) Whether you guys are safely in a grocery store, bodega, or at a newsstand this week, or you're receiving a copy of Us Weekly in the mail, our new issue, our cover star, is about Vanessa Bryant. Travis, what do we have a little bit in that cover story about how she's dealing three months after the loss of Kobe?
2: Well, we had a source close to the family tell us that she is, of course, completely heartbroken still, of course, after losing her daughter and her husband. Um, But she's very happy to have Natalia, Bianca and Capri with her at all times. And the source went on to say her kids are the best medicine for her. Um, we've heard that Vanessa is putting a lot of energy into finding fun learning games for the girls and they've been crafting and drawing a lot and they are spending a lot of quality time together. And of course we've seen on Instagram that she is helping promote his businesses and trying to get, you know, his legacy to live on through that. And she has celebrity supporters, so don't worry about her too much. Lala Anthony is a close friend who's been reaching out, and so is Kelly Rowland and Gabrielle Union. They've sent food and care packages, and she has a lot of basketball wives and girls she grew up with rallying around her
0: as well. I love that. Still still incredibly heartbreaking. but Heartbreaking. A, but definitely oh. positive that she has so many people rooting for her and her family In her corner.
2: And her family there all the time, I think, probably helps in this time where her, like, kids are forced to stay with her and, like, be with her at all times. Must be sort of better than the alternative.
0: Well, before we get into uh, an also kind of scary and sometimes bleak, but also sometimes unusually hilarious coronavirus section um, (laughs) because of people continuing to put their feet in their mouth, um, let's play some Celebrity Birthday Boxing. It's It's time (laughs) for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. That's right. We are going to get (laughs) in the imaginary ring with the celebrities who are celebrating their birthdays this week. Put some imaginary boxing gloves on them and put them up against each other in imaginary matches. Gwen Flamberg, the first match. Jennifer Garner turns 48 on April 17th versus Victoria Beckham, who turns 46 on April 17th.
3: This is tough. This is yeah. really tough because Victoria Beckham is a very, very strong woman. You know, she's created incredible businesses in fashion and in beauty. And let's not forget the strength that you would have to have to be married to David Beckham. Yes. However, Jennifer <clears throat> Gorner, remember, she does her own stunts. She could take her out.
2: Yeah, yeah and an actual true. boxer. Like she yeah. gives her main work.
0: Gorner
3: tough. wins. Gorner wins.
0: Travis it's Allison, it. no it's it's Allison Williams who turns 32 on April 13th versus the rapper DeBrett who turns 46 on April 14th. Oh my god,
2: that is amazing. I had to just google who Allison Williams was real quick. Come on from girls, from, girls, from, girls, from girls yes. What about Brian me? Williams' daughter? Brian Williams' I just hadn't
0: heard her name in a very and long time. And the live time. Peter
1: Pan.
2: Yeah, oh, of course. No. The, her career sinking live, the Peter, Peter Pan. Ban.
0: Wow, the I remember the the controversy over that? That
2: was, that was really so bad. That's the last time <laughs> anyone's heard from her. But sadly, <laughs> she is also getting knocked out in the ring by Debrat because Debrat uh, has finally confirmed her lesbian relationship uh, tra- and has always uh, had uh, some big guns. After <laughs> decades of not admitting it, it's finally time for her. John, you oh. have
0: to cut out the lesbian thing cuz we Why? cannot out brat, she, she just
2: confirmed her relationship this week. She outed herself. She did? Yeah, she did. To, she confirmed her woman? relationship with her new girlfriend.
0: Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, finally we can yeah. leave it in. we're not outing Debrat. I was no, afraid no, no, that no, after- she did it. <laughs> I was afraid that after she beat up alice Williams, she'd come beat up you. Well,
2: no, she did not. And she also, she hit somebody, went to jail for hitting somebody with a bottle (laughs) in a club. So I think that she definitely got win (laughs) business. Yeah, her her girlfriend, Jessica, did confirm their relationship.
0: Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know what else is beautiful? I've started Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the very beginning. I never watched before. Oh, you are in for a treat. Guys, I just found out that that Angel is a vampire, I was yes. horrified.
3: Angel is? But, oh. yeah, but I know. It, Buffy it's a, and Angel forever and ever. Uh, forever okay, and ever Gwen, and ever. Don't
0: ruin it for me. But in honor of me starting Buffy, Sarah, your match is Nicholas Brendan, who turns 49 on April 12th, versus oh. Sarah Michelle. Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller who turns 43 on oh. April 14th. Um
1: I think we know Buffy would kick Xander's ass any I, day.
0: No, that was an unfair match. Wow. This, this is, is gonna a be a hard... really
1: this is a Wait, hard. it's okay. This so hard. we have we have Oh my gosh Jennifer Garner Jennifer
0: Garner who turns 48, DeBrat. 46-year-old DeBrat. DeBrat, and 43-year-old Sarah Michelle Geller. Okay, let's have them let's have them all fight at the same time. It's a 3 yeah. on it's three on three. I, I uh, think
3: that it's like a tie between Sarah Michelle Geller and Jennifer Garner. They take down the rapper.
1: <laughs> Debra- yeah. They team up. Cindy. Br- What's her? What was her name on alias? Cindy. Cindy.
0: Oh, Cindy. Sydney. Cindy. and Buffy
1: yeah. team up and take out whoever the hell the other person is.
2: Debra- Debra, I think the Debra Debra is going to beat up both of them. She brought her bottle from the Atlanta nightclub <laughs> and both didn't
0: stand the chance. Wow. <laughs> Guys, great round of celebrity birthday boxing mania. But now it's time to talk about coronavirus, um, which, of course, is continuing to work its way across the globe. And we are under another week of quarantine. We've seen a number of other celebrities come forward about um, testing positive for coronavirus. We have Jennifer Aiden from Real House in New Jersey last week. Rihanna's dad, Ronald Fenty, said he had coronavirus. Todd Chrisley revealed he tested positive for coronavirus and his family reacted to that. George Stephanopoulos revealed he tested for positive for coronavirus. That was just two weeks after his wife, Allie Wentworth, said she tested positive. Babyface said he and his family had coronavirus. Matt Doherty from The Mighty Ducks. It's Of course, there are tons more people who are not celebrities and celebrity-adjacent um, who have been affected by this. So it's still, we are still very much in the throes of it. But Gwen, we've seen a lot of people who are at home in quarantine who are lucky enough not to have enough to do, apparently, because they are turning to their partner's hair and butchering or um, bettering their hairstyles. What's going on?
3: No, there are some amazing looks that are coming out of this hashtag stay at home quarantine. Miley Cyrus, Buzz, boyfriend, Cody Simpson's hair.
0: He looks great. He, did All look, right. he looked hot.
3: The one and only Gwen Stefani she gave Blake Shelton a mullet. It
0: I look. thought he already had a mullet, but, but well, good the funny for her.
3: the funny part was that, you know she did this on on Jimmy Fallon's like Colin show, and she actually hilariously tried to engrave Jimmy Fallon's initials into the side of Blake Shelton's <laughs> haircut. so you know, Gwen Stefani can do a lot of things, but like barber, like master barber, fade master, thats she can't do that. No.
0: Mm, I really need a haircut. And then, of I, course,
3: you know, Bachelor Nation, Lauren Burnham and Ari Lud- Ludic, Ludic. Yeah, Lew Jr. I never know how to, thank you, I never know how to pronounce that. They dyed their hair for Easter for some kicks and giggles, some pastel shade. She went pink, he went light blue. You know, some cute stuff is happening out there.
0: I love that festive um hair.
2: The Hillary Duff like Easter hair too. I like a like a quarantine hair dye. Oh, Hillary Duff's
3: hair. went like teal blue, like really vibrant. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. She yeah. always has a lot of fun with her hair color. I respect mm-hmm. that. I used to dye my hair
1: from the box in college. Uh really? red. Should I bring it back?
3: Totally.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like subtle sabotage, but you do use. <laughs> I
1: mean, I did it for like four guys. years.
0: You'll figure it out, I'm sure. Uh, You know who else is figuring it out? We've got strange uh, couplings in quarantine because people who do not expect to be together because they've split, like a Dave and Odette Annabella, are together because they are (sighs) co-parenting their kid. We also saw Jesse Metcalf and his ex, Cara Santana, us broke the news that they had split earlier this year about 2 months ago but those two they share a house so they're they are quarantined together he's in the guest house Travis how thrilled were you to see JLo and Diddy reunite via Instagram um, for Diddy's IG live to raise money for charity
2: <laughs> No lie I was like really quite tickled and like nostalgic <laughs> and I just loved them together before the gun incident when he you know put the blame on someone else Me too to Broke them up at the VMAs in 1999. But other than that, they were one of my favorite couples. And I just, he always says such great things about her and she always says such good, good things about him. So it was nice to see them actually like preach their friendly exesness and, you know, raise a lot of money, which they did.
0: Yeah, I think I've only just recently let go of my dream that they'll get back together. And that is a dream <laughs> that I held. That's a dream I held through her marriage to Mark Anthony and Mm -hmm. to, you know, to the Casper Smart Years as well. Yeah, Chris Jed, (laughs) Casper Smart Years. Um, And a source told us Diddy considers Jen a close friend. He called her to ask her to be involved. But, you know, Jen and Alex, as we know, um, are planning their wedding. A source told us they were supposed to have their wedding in Italy this summer it was all planned and paid for. Um, But they had to postpone it, of course, because of coronavirus. Um, But our source said that Jen plans to marry Alex shortly after things go back to normal.
2: I'm sorry for your loss, Brody.
0: Thank you, it's, it's, it's hard, Travis, but knowing that you're there makes it so much easier. Good. Sarah, are you about to buy a cameo from drunk Brandy Glanville? Because she's really going on one um, and doing cameos for people who are stuck in quarantine as she seems to be doing her thing in quarantine.
1: You know, I love Cameo. I bought one from Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance the other day for my friend for his birthday. And it was over a minute long and only $24 and very well received by my friend. So highly recommend. Um Great. Brandy's a little pricier, I believe, but she really delivers. She's hammered. She's talking about Denise Richards and the le- alleged lesbian hookup between them. Mm-hmm. And Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is back tonight. And I'm so excited.
2: Oh, my God. It's so good.
1: I may have sent Travis the screener.
2: It's (laughs) incredible. And he may be in the background. I make several appearances. But it's just a good episode. It's all fashion week. And the show that Kyle Richards did with that other designer and all the women walking it. Oh, I love that. When when Teddy was
0: pregnant. When Teddy was pregnant. Secretly pregnant at the time. We knew.
2: You see her announce it on the show, too. It's really cute. cute. To, like, only friends.
1: the new chick, Sutton, is comes in hot
0: <laughs> and be advised if you're a newbie coming in hot like that you'll get your ass left
2: it's wild and garcelle is such a breath of fresh air and she's incredible
1: i'm a little worried and- she might be too normal but i think
2: she's like really I cool can see that. i can see that she's a little level-headed for the cast
0: uh You guys saw the news. I mean, this is old Kardashian drama resurfaced, but we're only just getting it now. You saw that insane thing about how Rob Kardashian alleged that China, in the middle of a violent argument on drugs, held a gun to his head. Oh my. That sounds like our black. Threatened to kill him while he was on a FaceTime call, and she came up behind him and wrapped an iPhone charger tightly around his neck and tried <laughs> strangling him with her full strength. <gasps> Gwen, Gwen, you laugh, but apparently, Kris Jenner, our queen, had to send her boyfriend Corey Gamble to like go and break it up. This sounds like Amber China Portwood. Co- it's this is a, this is next level beyond it. Amber Portwood only was armed with a machete. China was she threw uh, a TV at Gary. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, but. <laughs> Per uh Rob, she was really uh wilding out with a gun, which is uh, dangerous. Can
1: I tell you my favorite part?
0: Was it China's um statement about how this her lawyer saying this is not true at all and trying to pin things back on the Kardashian family? Or is it China trying to uh switch the narrative and now charge fans uh $950 for a FaceTime call and $250 for a <laughs> Exactly. And $250 for a follow back on Instagram.
1: That's all great. But actually, no, it's that we posted this on Instagram and Bethany Frankel weighed in and said, wow. And this was pre-corona. I hope they're not quarantined together.
0: Oh, Bethany, your sense of humor will be missed by us on Real Hostos in New York, but clearly not by your co-stars who, when we talked to them, sounded like they're really over her and feel betrayed by her. Oh, yeah. They're all pissed. (laughs) They are really pissed.
3: She's got really strong opinions, that Bethany.
1: Yeah, but she's she also does. raised $17 million. So I just, I stand.
0: Yeah, be strong. Be, this be is a crisis. Strong. That is the truth. Sarah, what's going on in Bachelor World? You told us about the, uh, the surprising coupling of Chris Souls and Victoria F. But why is Hannah Ann Celeste continuing to dominate <laughs> our feeds with her recipes and cooking anecdotes?
1: Hannah Ann, right after Peter did his podcast tour, Hannah Ann decided to hop on a few. Again, not Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast here for the right reasons, but there's plenty to listen to if you're looking for some content there. Um, But she was on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, and Caitlin Bristow asked her to describe Peter's manhood with a vegetable. And Hannah Ann opted for cauliflower because it's bland and has no flavor. Caitlin Bristow responded, I thought you were going to say limp asparagus. Wow! Hannah Ann stood by her answer of cauliflower and then that night decided to go on on Instagram and make some cauliflower, but very spicy buffalo cauliflower because that's how she prefers her cauliflower.
2: Stop. That is the best thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She is doing the most. I don't understand all these Bachelor people suddenly talking about other Bachelor Nation people's genitalia. Because then (laughs) you saw that crazy Chad Johnson tweet where he said... He's going to be doing OnlyFans, and he said send the weirdest questions. I'll answer them. Also, Ben Higgins tried to suck my dick in Colorado. The, what?
1: It, not that Chad Johnson can't be trusted. I'll say no, that. No, he's, he's <laughs> terrible.
0: He's terrible. But
1: as I said every week, Bachelor Nation is delivering in quarantine. Listen yeah. to your heart. Ten out of ten. Great show. Like really? these people were born to just create. Content and drama, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, back on TV, podcasts, like, God bless them. They're keeping me going.
0: Well, guess what it's time for? 25 Things You Don't Know About Me. Listeners, oh you can play, play along as my co host try to guess who this is. Oh, from? my God, Brody, I have to interject.
2: My friend is going on a Zoom and taking this idea and playing with his friends on Zoom calls and picking a celebrity and writing 25 things about them and having everybody guess. That's
0: so cute. Changing I line. love yeah. that. That's great.
1: Wow. Uh, if anybody wants from... us to join their Zooms and play, we
0: can't free. Fuck social media. Uh, this is from a March 2014 issue, 25 Things You Don't Know About Me. Are you ready? Number one. I'm a proud reader of comic books. Number two, my first car was a Renault Le Car. Number three, I had Le blank vanity license plates. Number four, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is my favorite British miniseries. Number five, my childhood nickname was Sufi. My mother still calls, number six, my mother still calls me Sufi. Number seven, an all my- Turner. No. Um, I have just skipped number seven. Number eight, in all my years, no one makes me laugh harder than my dad. Number nine, in 2007, I ran the Helsinki Marathon in Finland. You know what? I'm going to give you number seven. In all yeah. my years at SNL, no one made me laugh harder than Horatio Sands. Number, Christian Wig. No, number 10, I loved the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Boston Red Sox. Jason Sudeikis. Number 11, I was a delivery boy for a D'Angelo sub shop for a year. Pete number Davidson. 12. number Drak. Number 12. I smelled like D'Angelo's onions for a year. Number 13. I can't wait for the World Cup. Number 14. Why, yes, I would like to order Chinese food. Number 15. I had the same office. Oh, this is going to give it away, but I guess the point is you guys guessing it. I had the same office for wow, 12 and a half years. only took a year
1: for you to figure that out.
0: I had the same office for 12 and a half years at SNL. Number 16. Will I Forte. Wore- no, number 16, I wore braces for close to five years. Number 17, before I got Adam married- Sandler. No, number 17, before I got married, the only thing in my fridge was mustard. Number 18, P.G. Wodehouse. Jimmy Fallon. No, number 18, P.G. Wodehouse is one of my favorite authors. Number 19-
1: Boston people at SNL?
0: It's really no. not Jason Sudeikis. It sounds no. like Jason No. Or Sudeikis. Rachel Dratch. Ni- <laughs> no, number <laughs> 19, my brother is my best friend. Number 20. Amy Poehler. No. Marika Sawyer is my favorite SNL writer. Number 21. Tina
1: Fey. Is it Tina growing Fey? up?
0: No. Growing up, my family always had an English sheepdog and it was always named Albert. Number 22. We are on Albert 5. Number 23. Every year my fantasy football league of my college buddies has a weekend Meyer getaway. Rudolphs. No. has a weekend getaway for the draft. Number 24. David Fade. No. Number 24, I went last year even though it was the weekend after my wedding. Number 25, my wife rules.
1: They got married oh in 2013. Uh, I got nothing.
0: Michael Che. He's no, been there that long. <laughs> no. You guys, I'm really sad you didn't get this because the prize. Bill Hader. No, the prize this week was a ticket to Tan Mom's live stream show, Quarantine Tan, this Friday. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, this 25 Things You Don't Know About Me was with Seth Myers. Oh. i know it's so oh. obvious it's no obvious. obvious i was well, thinking
1: about that commercial i
0: know, I know. it's, it's really important it's so unfortunate and i oh hope that God. all of our and listeners hunt you down on social shit. media and shame <laughs> you for your lapse in guessing about 25 things that i basically gave to you i gave you so many <laughs> clues well that's all the time we have for this week on our hollywood podcast please tune in next week again as we rehash and break some of the hottest news of the week you can listen on spotify tune in on itunes stream us however you choose to stream us please let us know if there's something we haven't talked about or you want us to talk about next week otherwise we will meet you here again on us weekly's hot hollywood podcast thanks guys